Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi guys, welcome back. Look who we have in the room over here. Belky, Maxine, we have Bonnie, I mean Marae, Coffee Butt, like just everyone. I love this community so much. And as you guys know, Jason and I are coming back to talk about the third part of this interview. Originally, I was going to see if we could get another person on and give Jason a break. But I was like, wait a minute. People are sort of loving the fact that Jason is so unfiltered with his opinions on this. And I saw some comments where people are like, no, Jason, you shouldn't have that opinion. Guys, I just want to say this real quick before we jump into the third part. Opinions, everybody has them. And you should not have to filter your opinion just to cater to a community. This is how we feel that we're going to address it. And we're going to address the main points. And that's it. So if you guys haven't already, go ahead, smash that like button, show some love, and let's welcome Jason Allen. Happy Friday. Happy wow. Friday. Wow. I mean, this third part kind of gave me like, um, just, you know, what happened is the first episode or the first part for me was here. And then the second made it, it go here for me, not in a way of like thinking poorly of either Bethany or Rachel, mm-hmm. but I just saw a lot of it just kind of truths changed and different stories different recollections blame all kinds of other stuff and i'm like wait a second i don't know if i agree with that then this last one for me was just kind of strange but i do want to bring something up up um because we always tell people especially if they're watching the replay to comment below people who are not part of the live chat mm-hmm. and we've been getting i i actually got rid of these comments because i I don't want them to be embarrassed for posting them. But people were like, why are you calling Raquel Rachel? That's awful. You guys are so awful. That's her That's her dead name. And I'm like, this is why it is important that if you're going to comment on the podcast and give your opinion, you should listen to it for some sort of context. <laughs> like I was just confused about that. Yeah. It's insane. No, and at the end of the day too, like... Whether you like it or not, what, however she wants to identify now. We'll call you want to be Rachel now? You want to be Laura, you want to be Lala, you want to be Jax, you want to be Jason, whatever. Let's like, just do Lala it. Let's is not do Lala's it. name. Jax is not Jax's name. Raquel wasn't Raquel's name. Like, but okay, sure, we'll do this, right? We'll do this. Now, getting to it, this was an interesting one because there were a lot of allegations and i posted a few tiktoks for you guys already i this morning was on this shit really quick because i knew it was going to drop at 7 a.m i woke up at 5 45 to make sure that we had this down because we are waiting for it what else did she have to say we're gonna break it all down right now from the beginning and i again in my tiktok pointed out one of the things that was said one of the things that was said was about andy cohen potentially violating Rachel's rights when it comes to her medical privacy um, with HIPAA laws. And I saw an interesting comment that said, Andy Cohen is not a doctor, let alone her doctor, so he's not violating shit. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. I guess I didn't think about that because I'm not out here violating people's HIPAA laws and I really don't know what it takes to do that. So I thought that that was pretty interesting. What did you think? I can't hear you. 
Sorry, I was muted. Um, it's funny because I'm not educated enough in that sector of HIPAA laws to know if he actually violated them or not. I've seen a lot of professionals say he did. I'm seeing a lot of professionals saying he didn't. It's impossible. So um, I, I don't know. But here's here's the thing about this whole interview. Okay, this whole interview, part one, part two, part three, is that is where her being upset, she needs to direct being upset at different people because this whole interview has been about, you know, we're talking about James and the dog. We're talking about Sheena. We're talking about Lala. But really, it seems to be the the person you should be most upset with is Tom Sandoval. And we've barely heard his name throughout this whole interview, you know? It barely has she blamed him for anything during this whole interview. If you're, you're going to be upset, be upset about not getting consent and someone taking a video of you doing inappropriate things or appropriate things in a private setting. But, you know, let's there's that. OK, and then let's be upset at the network or the producers or or I think that would have solidified her argument more and also Bethany's argument towards bravo and reality tv but instead it was i'm sorry for my betrayal i i take responsibility for what i did i'm not happy uh with the decisions i made that's not in my character but tom and ariana weren't in real relationship this and this you know and then it starts to go into like if you're really sorry there's no but at the end of that sorry well and you made a you made a great point which I don't think at this point, I don't think there's really any need to beat down anybody anymore. I think right. that it, we can call out just like the things, the points, because, well, that is the whole point of you doing a podcast. You want your voice to be heard. You went on a massive platform with this person who is Bethany Frankel, who is a powerhouse. You knew your voice would be heard on this platform. So yeah. you knew everything that you said was going to come out, right? And I but felt it, like... The, I was just going to say really quick, I felt like this would have been an opportunity to really focus on your own personal growth without sort of throwing, like using other people as a crutch. But then I also see comments where people are like, why shouldn't she go after Lala and Sheena and Tom? Because everybody talked about her and I get both sides. That is very true. And you know, the the, the death threats that she's receiving are ridiculous you know what i mean but this was also pushed remember though that this was also pushed very heavily by lala was very 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 vocal about how she's about to go in there and and school her at the reunion she was very vocal on her social media whether she was doing that for the show or not um you know the fact that she had reached out to lala to come back to the show allegedly the fact that that lala is now embracing tom sandoval in some sense it was just a hug so we've heard and we're going to find out more in the season it can come off a little hypocritical and i can understand her being upset with them yeah all right i mean fair let's i'm going to bring this up because face reality 16 obviously you guys know all of the instagram and bravo fan accounts have been covering this like crazy and i love when they they put it together with all the points in one picture. I'm like, girl, you just did the homework. Thank you for this. So we're going to give you a <laughs> shout out and bring this up. Here we go. Rachel and Bethany talk Scandaval. We're going to talk about the main points. Thank you to Face Reality 16. Make sure you go give them a follow. Rachel says that Andy violated HIPAA when he said that he thought she was heavily medicated at the reunion. We just covered that. From there. She was promised a mental health advocate at the reunion, but thinks it was taken away from her for talking to paparazzi at the nail salon prior to the reunion. Okay, two things I want to say about this. One, if that's true, that's absolutely fucked up, right? But two, her rendition of that story is also coming off a little fucked up because you said you happened to be outside in the cold at this nail salon in one lonely chair. And when TMZ walked up, this was the most uncomfortably awkward staged TMZ PAPS yeah. interview ever. It just Absolutely. looked so Do you remember when we were watching it? Am I really loud? No, you're great. Oh, okay. Do you remember watching it where it just, it was like Ra- Raquel and she like looks up and she's like, oh, wow. Hi, how are you? This is it's so weird that you found me here at this nail salon. And she's like, I didn't say anything in that re or in that moment to the paparazzi that would have 
ruined anything for the reunion. Girl, that that paparazzi interaction literally made everybody not give a shit about watching the reunion because it answered most of the questions. You answered most of the questions about your relationship with Tom. Have you talked to Tom? Where do you guys stand? How long has this been going on? What happened? How did this start? She answered so many of the questions if you go back and see that interview. And of course, Bravo is going to be upset with you because they're gearing up seeing, like Bethany pointed out, the millions of dollars in ad revenue that's coming in for this show with over 150 million watch hours. And they want everyone tight-lipped as hell. Shut up. Everyone has to shut up because we want that. We want that AdSense on Of course they do. Of course they do. And, you know, that's that's old news that the the nail salon and stuff, too. Like we've talked about this before, about how it it just looked a little staged. And so my opinion is, is she either has a really smart PR team that are playing this very well or a really bad PR team because it's looking like it's bad. So if there's an end goal, I'm really curious to know what that is. But my other thing, too, it's almost like. It's almost like she was like playing both sides a little bit because she was still open to going back to the show. She was open after going to uh, a facility to, to get help, which like more power to you girl. I'm so glad that she got that break away. Yeah, but like after that, you're still open to coming back to the show. If you had equal pay to Tom and Ariana, who by the way, have been on the show for five and six more seasons than you have. So the the pay wouldn't happen. But the fact that that even goes through your head makes me think about, okay, why are you sitting down with Bethany? Are you sitting down with Bethany because you're upset at the network and, and your friends? Or can you be paid off to go back to the show? Because it, it made it sound like that she would be open to doing that. And then the the people that she's upset with don't see to be the right people. I would be upset with Tom. I would be upset at the network. Um, the network does provide uh, therapists and people to talk to. Chef Rachel, another Rachel from Below Deck, put that out after she went on her rant at, on social media. Yeah. She had people reach out to her via email, phone calls. So, you know, there is something like that in place. I'm just curious of why she didn't get it. But I'm going on a rant. But it just no. doesn't make sense. You know, a lot of things don't make sense. Yeah. And, you know, also, it can easily come off as, you know, right now I'm taking my power and I found my voice and I'm not willing to compromise myself to endure this sort of backlash. But that sort of sounds like a contradiction because, again, like you said, had they have given you what you asked for, the monetary value that you wanted for your time on the show then you would have went back. And then also, for those of you guys, and I've said it multiple times on here, but if we have new listeners, then hey, welcome. So happy to have you guys. Smash that like button. My thing is, Vanderpump Rules is on a pay tier system. It is not Mm -hmm. the same as Real Housewives. Real Housewives come in, first season Housewives, sometimes I believe they start off at around 65,000, depending on what your credentials are, where you came from, what your backing is, your social media presence, yada, yada. There's all of these factors that play into it. Vanderpump Rules doesn't work like that. They don't care who you are. When you come on your first season, you start at four to five thousand dollars. And if you become someone amazing, started at three in season eight, just FYI. Max, there you go. No. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah. Max started at three thousand dollars. Yes, yes, he sure did. But from there, if you become a main title holder, like a, a main cast member, then you might get a five thousand dollar bonus. And then every year, you really don't start making real money until the third, fourth year that you're on the show. And according to Lisa Vanderpump, she made about 361000 Well, when I was there for season eight, working at TomTom, producers were just amazed at the fact that Stassi was bringing in 600000 for the new that season, for season eight, right? And yeah. if she's bringing in 600000 that means that Tom and Ariana are easily bringing in over 600,000, probably about 7 750 800,000 for the this season mm-hmm. on the show. And that means that Raquel wanted probably about 500,000 more than she would have originally been offered. She was probably offered about 400,000 for the show this season. If she made 361 last season, it was probably 400 to 425 for this season, and it sounds like she was probably asking for about 800. Um, can you see her point? 
because she was one third of Scandaball, even though Ariana didn't even realize she was one third of Scandaball. Um, yeah, uh, I can see she's been raked through the mud, but also, what what are your thoughts? Uh, I don't know. I it, it it's just to me just a little a little hypocritical. I don't know because we've had these situations before, right? We've had the cheating scandals. We've had you know big situations happen on the show, and what the cast does is they just come back and like keep going, right? You know what I mean? This time in this specific. Uh, occurrence Mm -hmm. um it sounds like raquel is just kind of taking the road of listen i'm a victim but i wouldn't be that much of a victim if they would have paid me equal to tom and ariana for saving the show because this whole situation has just brought so much more interest to vanderpump rules people like they said on the podcast are going back and watching seasons one through nine and then catching up with 10 and and stuff like that but I don't know where the responsibility is going back to the mental health thing uh, for Bravo. Let's say um, I, I see certain situations that happen on below deck and they're offered uh, help after the show. Um, but Captain Sean has, has said re- re- repeatedly on anchor watch that there are people talking to you the whole time. And if you ever need to reach out, there are people talking I've heard this from many cast members. So I don't know if that's just a below deck thing, not a Vanderpump rules thing. But also you were taking away the fact that you decided to make this decision. You know, you decided to betray all these people for so long. And the I know she feels bad, but it's always like, I feel bad. I'm repeating myself again. I feel bad, but this, but that I would have gone back if I got more money. Tom and Ariana are in a business relationship. Um, Lala is a mistress. Like she brings up a lot of other things that just don't, really really suit her case can i play something for you really quick yeah suddenly shannon um rachel made a mistake but she didn't deserve to be emotionally abused she deserves money for the ratings that she brought to the show thank you for the super chat again everybody put your opinions in the live chat keep it cute be respectful and that's your that's fair that's a fair opinion that is a fair assessment actually because um, Adam, like we know, some cast members, if they're not bringing things to the show necessarily, they get paid. They get onto a a day rate pay, right? right? Mm-hmm. So maybe you add a little something to her check, but then you're also rewarding bad behavior. But I mean, I guess that's the story of Bravo. Yep. <laughs> so <I don't> <laughs> well, Bethany had something to say to all of us. Ready? Yeah. Here we go. No, Lord. You might want to listen to my podcast because the guest this week is a girl named Rachel, and she's the first person ever in their 20s to make a mistake. I know she's a reality star on a TV show fueled by alcohol and ratings, and you know they just shoot like a week's footage to get 40 minutes of airtime. So I know that like everyone knows everything that goes on on and off air. But most importantly, she's the first person to ever sleep with someone who's in a relationship and lie about it. So she's the first person I've ever heard of who's in their 20s to make mistakes. I know I didn't make any mistakes in my 20s, and I'm sure you didn't either because people don't make mistakes. So we're thinking about planning, you know, a way to really just like bully people who make mistakes and um, caning, stoning. I'm not sure, just spitballing, but definitely, you know, Online bullying is a is a really it's a great practice. Um, just pounding on someone who's saying that they know they've made a mistake. It just feels like it's really exclusive. So tune in. Okay. I mean, have we seen the past seasons of The Real Housewives of New York? I mean, I mean, if you want to talk, I mean, no offense. I really, I just, lo- I love Bethany, but. If you want to talk bullying as an adult, we well, I've watched all the seasons of The Real Housewives of New York, and I'm pretty sure that everyone is is in some way, shape, or form uh, guilty of that. This same account actually called out, also glorified Gossip Girl on Instagram, called out Bethany because before this happened, the sit-down with Rachel, she had a different stance on it, saying kind of this is the name of the game this is an elective sport reality tv just take a look at this and we'll get back to the main points guys 
Go follow Glorified Gossip Girl. So everyone keeps talking to me about the Scandal reunion. So I haven't watched Vanderpump Rules. I know I'm the only person. And I keep hearing about this cheating scandal, which to me sounds like a cheating scandal. But it's gotten so much media attention that it seems to be so much more than that. And there's a reunion coming up. So let me tell you what that's like. Everybody is in their own head and talking to producers, trying to get producers to tell them what they want to hear and what's going to happen. And every single producer is telling every single person on the show whatever will make the best ratings, meaning, no, you should say it to her. You should absolutely say it to him. Of course you should. Yes, you were right and they were wrong. No, of course, this is your time to get your word out. And everybody's telling everybody pretty much the same thing just to make sure that the ratings on the show will do well. And my opinion of the scandal is that I had never heard of any of these people, and now I have. So the three of them are way more famous than when they started, and you wouldn't be on the reality show if you didn't want to be relevant. So all of them are getting so many more opportunities, and even the show, the whole show and all the other castmates are way more famous, and it's given all their careers a, careers a bump. So while infidelity is real, just like anything else you would see on The Housewives, it's been incredible for their careers and this is an elective sport being on a reality show is an elective sport you are electing so everyone keep i agree with that i agree that it is an elective sport you choose to put yourself in certain situations you choose it and i said this i think yesterday to sign a deal with the devil basically because you don't know what the devil's going to do with everything that they know about you and everything that they film with you, you know, you just don't know. I'm and so happy we did not do a reality show. I really, I'm like, I know we were this close. Uh, we did what two interviews for Vanderpump Rules? It just Rules. gives me anxiety. We like, I think, like, yeah. I told it, my dad this on the phone. I was like, mm-hmm. I'm so grateful, so grateful. so grateful because it just. It really skews reality for your real life, not reality TV. Because then you come off the show and then you, you, you it, well, look at Tom Sandoval. He looks at himself through a different lens now. You know, yeah. he, I don't know if he looks at himself like in the mirror or as a third person or you know, it's, it's really bizarre. like, yeah, it's, it's kind of. Uh, he's, he's Tom. To be fair. And whatever you think a celebrity is, if you go old school, you want to think of Cameron Diaz, Drew Barrymore, you know, like you want to think of Halle Berry, you want to think of um, Jenna Jackson, whoever you, that's like what people associate celebrity, right? But in Mm. modern day times, we do have reality TV stars who go places and they're very recognized, which also counts as a celebrity. And in well, it's, it's having celebrity because people know who you are. Right. You know, I always say a celebrity is one thing. A star is another thing. You know, they're, they're different instruments. Oh, bitch. Okay. Let's get back <laughs> to this for a second. All right. So Rachel also asked Bravo to dispel the rumors that were coming out when we were all talking about this whole spa situation. As you remember, Peter Madrigal, so many other people... Um, they were doing interviews. They're saying she's at a spa. She's not at a mental health facility. She's at Miraval. Miraval, Miraval, Miraval. Then one of the employees leaked that Tom Sandoval was headed to Miraval. Well, lo and behold, she was staying at the Meadows, and that's in a different part of Arizona. And she wanted to have these rumors taken care of. So what she did was had her team contact Bravo, and they had the documents from the Meadows saying, hey, Please sort of dispel these rumors, get rid of them, and let them know I'm not at a spa. Bethany said, did they do that? She said, no. Why do you think they didn't do that? She said, because it didn't fit the salacious narrative. It was a lot more entertaining for me to be at a spa than for me to be getting mental health treatment. Well, they didn't, they didn't start that narrative. Well, she said also that no one from Bravo, including Lisa, no one checked on her while she was in treatment. Nobody. I mean, I don't want to defend Lisa here because, you know, but she doesn't really talk to any of them when they're not filming. So I mean, <laughs> just to be fair. <laughs> Sorry. I mean, Lisa also too, like, she has a great, rela- like, Lisa is very intimidating in sort of the best way, you guys, like in the sense that like, she just has this, 
aura and she comes off very powerful. So unless you have like this huge level of confidence to just walk up to her, most people don't because that's what she gives off. And it is true. She's, she's intimidating in the best way because she's not a mean or scary person. She's really not. But also let's move on. I mean, Jason knows better than me. I've worked for her longer, but she liked Jason a lot better. Um, that's because I ran the business. That's different. You have to. She wouldn't know who the hell I was if I, <laughs> if I wasn't running money. No. You know? I mean. So Rachel also thought it was unfair that Lala monetized on the send it to Daryl. So Bethany wanted her to elaborate. And she's like, when all of this happened and the video, I found out about the video going out and everything, I sent a cease and desist to the entire cast. I have a no, a no contact order with the entire cast. Don't talk to them. They can't talk to us, whatever. So when this happened, Lala went on and did her video where she's like, I don't want to wake up to this shit, bitch. I got a daughter and there are people in place for that. Learn how to play the game. Don't send me this shit and start off my day like that. Send it to Daryl. Then send it to Daryl went everywhere. We're buying the merch. She's making a shit ton of money. So much so that Dude, she wouldn't bought her house in Palm Springs with the send it to Daryl merch. But wouldn't Bethany applaud that, you know, as taking an opportunity to to create a business and to make money off of a situation? I think Bethany certainly has that. Yeah. I think that in this moment, she can't like I think it would be extremely insensitive to applaud that in front of Rachel. But I'm sure in her own mind after the interview, she's like, wow, that Lala girl's pretty smart. Yeah, she's probably like. You know, they came to play checkers and Lala came to play chess. Good. Okay. I see you. Wow. That's that's a that's an impact. That's a big thing. You did that. Okay. You know what I mean? But then from there, another thing, and she she quickly brushed over this. By the way, everybody monetized on this. Everybody. She was the only one who, I mean, she went away and she focused on her mental health, which I applaud anybody who one can recognize that you might need help and that you can even have that conversation and accept that. There are so many of us who have toxic issues in our lives whether it's like uh, mental health substance abuse like a, a depre- whatever it is and we don't recognize it because we're so afraid of it and we don't want people to judge us for it and she recognized it she acknowledged it on national television so that is huge and i want to applaud rachel for that but and but i i do want to bring up a point that someone mentioned in the live chat when you're at a mental health facility and your phone is taken away how do you expect lisa or anyone else to reach out to you you know yeah and also she said that tom only talked to her through email twice but tom was seen on the plane on the phone with her and somebody zoomed in to the conversation. And that could be anything. You know what I mean? Like, I that's pure speculation. He could have someone's name changed and no, make it look like he was No, it's not pure speculation because Tom also reached out to one of our friends and asked him, after speaking with her while she was away at Meadows, asked the friend, do you mind if I share your number with her? Because she could really use a friend right now because oh, they spoke on true. the phone. Yeah, so then that person said, yes, you can connect me fine. And they had like a heart to heart conversation because they were really close. And I believe it happened. It was like a 20, 30 minute conversation, something like that. And, you know, he said, I'm disappointed in you. And she like, they, they had this whole conversation. So you saying that you only talked to him twice through email that doesn't make sense. And then also the letters that were showing up to Tom and Ariana's house from Raquel with the lightning bolts drawn on them. That also like that kind of comes off insensitive when you have the lightning bolt necklace and the lightning bolt earring and the Tom Tom lightning bolt, which was sort of your guys' symbol for your affair. And then you're putting it on a postcard, sending it to Ariana's house. That kind of sounds insensitive. So I think that we're really minimizing the amount of communication that we had throughout this process a hundred percent and and the thing is is i i find and this was my argument day one i find uh rachel kind of going down different routes and then getting to somewhere and then going back to the beginning and trying again and it's like after all of this i didn't get the money i wanted i didn't get the support i didn't get this now i'm not doing the show i'm going to go do something with bethany but if i would have gotten the money i would have kept going with that it it just nothing really adds up it just it just really doesn't it's 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 almost like 
Rachel is playing a game of what is going to suit her better. And I don't blame her after the season she's had. But my big point in all of this is in these three parts that we listen to in this interview, blame and being upset, being angry, being sad about things had nothing to do with Tom. Barely any any mention of Tom. And this is the person who has a video of you. You know, this is the person who dragged you into a situation because really Tom was still in the relationship with Ariana, regardless of how, you know, well, and strong he thought you. that relationship was. Yeah, he lied to you. Yeah, he lied to you. Let's just call it what it is. He lied to you. And Ariana has said this. She said, news to me, we were broken up. I didn't know that. So that's great to know. And they definitely for damn sure were not broken up seven months before when the affair originally started. So there's that. But then also Val Porter, thank you. Great argument. Adam, you had all the points. That was great. Thank you. Um, no. You also had a no contact order. Somebody, you, you know, somebody pointed that out. Like when Bethany asked, did the cast reach out to you? You had a no contact order that if they violate that, like if at the point that you're willing to get a temporary restraining order on Sheena, and you're sending cease and desist, and then there's a no contact order, I'm not fucking with that because now I see that you're unpredictable in the sense that if I reach out to you, you might be like, got your ass. You violated the no contact order. And that's not a place that you want to be in. Definitely not. Okay. And then on top of this really quick, one thing that I didn't understand, and I'm just going to touch on this for two seconds. Lala did buy the Palm Springs house with, from what she said, with the send it to Daryl merch. But she briefly touched on Lala took that house out from under Brock. And I would really love to hear that story. Like She stole Brock's goddamn house. <laughs> you, you stole Brock's goddamn house, Lala. Like, what the... F- but, which I didn't really understand. And I'm not defending anybody. And I'm curious where this came from. And how, like, did you just, like, if you just pulled that out of nowhere, then wild. But uh, wh- who told you this? Or where did you hear this? Because I would love to have her elaborate on it. When Lala moved into the house, I don't know if you guys saw the vlog from Sheena, but she was so excited. She was recording Lala coming in. Their daughters are growing up together. They wanted to put like a little gate in between their fences where their pools are so they can go back and forth in the backyards. It's like it's kind of like living next door and having your best friend as your neighbor, which I think, okay, that that sounded like that's what that was. I didn't know Lala allegedly stole Brock's goddamn house. Like, what the fuck is that? But wait, it keeps going. Rachel also said that the Vegas trip, okay, um, when she said to to Lala, at least you don't have a man for me to try to steal, that after the cameras went down, Christina Kelly and Lala were like applauding the hell out of her. Like, girl, that is going to be great reality TV. You did that. And then the moment that the cameras came back up, it was like, claws out, let's do this shit. Yeah. Lala has also been very open about that. She's like, am I like this in my real life? No, I'm not paid to be like this in my real life. I'm a lot more chill. People would be surprised. And she is. And Jason always has said, like, she was one of your favorites just because she's always so sweet, right? Yeah. yeah. Complete opposite complete of opposite. what is portrayed on the show and who she portrays herself from my experience with her. Yeah. Remembering when she made herself to be Bambi in earlier seasons, how that changed in season 10. She's playing the victim, but went after shorts knowing that Katie was not happy about it. Press the like button. Okay. So I think what it boils down to really, and this is where I like, I can't, it's, it's, it's just responsibility. You know, like what went through your head before you decided to make the action? You can call it whatever you want. I do think addiction is real. I think love addiction sure is a real thing. Um, people were confusing what I said about love addiction and drug addiction. I just say or said that it has personal, I have personal experience with friends and family with drug addiction as do you, Adam. And it's really seems a lot more vile, volatile than what Raquel is going through. But I feel like there's a lot of excuses. Why did you make that decision? You made a really shitty choice. And then you kept going with that shitty choice for seven or eight months. Some yeah. say nine. So that it. it well, she it, said it that her and Tom could never from. agree on the timeline, which I don't. Right. Under, I the funny thing is, is like I know our timeline. I know we met on June 9th. I know specifically. that specifically. I know the specific date. I know that. I I know everything. I know when. So we if moved. you're addicted to love, it, you should know. Yeah, well, they couldn't agree. 
she probably in her head knows it as one thing and Tom might remember it as another thing, which I just don't understand. But when you're trying so hard to keep all of these lies, it's a lot to keep up with. It's Well, that's you- the thing. That's what I'm getting from it. And guys, this is just my opinion. Okay. But it's like, this isn't working. So let me try this. That's how I feel. That's what I feel Rachel's doing. It's like, okay, this isn't working. Let me try this. I'm going to play this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to, it just, it just doesn't come off uh, kosher. That's all. Yeah. Okay. So moving on, let's talk about the gram of it all. This would be (laughs) not Instagram, but gram, gram, the little biter. Okay. So Graham was the dog that she had a puppy shower for on the show when Stassi and all of them sort of laughed. And how could you not? Like, she was just like, I want to invite you guys to my puppy shower. And this was when we had sweet Raquel at the time. And it was just like, you can't look at her and be mad or just like hate the girl. She was the sweetest girl ever on the show. Like, it was just like kind of, you know. So then they adopted Graham together. She ends up breaking off the engagement with James and takes Graham. Now, When she went away to the meadows, Graham was staying at home with her parents and Graham bit her mom. She said bit her mom so hard that he actually bit through down to the bone where she couldn't even get stitches. I don't understand that statement necessarily. What's really strange to me is this breed because we have also a golden doodle or half and this breed isn't very aggressive. You know, so the poodle in the breed can be sometimes unpredictable. It's the poodle. Yeah, sure, sure. But but also any dog, dogs, how you, how you raise them is how they're going to be. Thank you. Took the words right out of my mouth. Well, and she said that. She said, for James, James used to love to get him to bite. James wanted to make him aggressive. James would sit there and give his hand to Graham and stick his hand in his face and want him to bite him because James loved the sensation of it. I... That's a bold statement. Like that, to me, I'm like, not love the sensation of the dog bite. What the hell is going on over here with little Graham Cracker? I mean, listen, can I, I think that maybe he would have been well-suited in a different household for sure. I I might have to agree with (laughs) Rachel on that one. I feel like, I mean, I don't know if that's true because now James has a house with a yard. Now James has a from what we can see, a fairly like a stable relationship with a girl who I believe they're living together. And she's, I've met her. She's so sweet. Allie's like a, a huge sweetheart. And I thought like Rachel was too. So, I mean, you like, listen, I'm but, just going off. I'm just going off. Like the, let's say the, the basis of, of James gets a little, a lot sometimes, you yeah. know, so maybe that, you know, dogs don't like, they feed on like, your energy. changes like that. They feed off energy, right? We have, dogs <laughs> and yeah, yeah. they feed off the energy so maybe that energy is you know maybe why Graham or hippie or whatever he is now might be a little aggressive but then who knows right I, I was surprised that they changed their name after like having the dog for like three four years like that has to be a little confusing but they only know the syllables in it so it's like Graham hippie oh no that doesn't make sense um anyways getting back to it what happened was she had to make a decision do i leave the meadows and come back and take care of my dog or do i continue to focus on myself she chose to continue to focus on herself so what they did was they found a breed specific rescue for graham's breed and they gave him to the rescue so that they could sort of rehabilitate his behavioral patterns and make him a better dog for a family even that story even that story it's like you know if your daughter is away getting some help and she's not you know, she needs to be left alone. You're giving her this ultimatum of what? Come deal with your dog or stay there and continue your your work on yourself? That doesn't really add up to me. Well, that's the story. So yeah. then we have this breed-specific rescue who decided that Graham was unadoptable. So what they did was they scanned his chip. There was a confidentiality agreement of some sort that was put in place. Um, they scanned the chip. They saw the name Raquel Levis. When they did, Google her. Okay. Oh, shit. Vanderpump Rules. Who is the executive producer and creator of Vanderpump Rules? Lisa Vanderpump, who is a huge animal and dog advocate. So they reach out to Lisa Vanderpump via Vanderpump Dogs. When they get in contact with her, Lisa adopts the dog. Then Rachel finds out that... 
there's photos that surfaced on page six of James being reunited in Lake Tahoe with Graham. Okay. And she freaked out. She's like, please tell me this is not true. How could this have happened? And this is the first time that she ends up being in actual contact with Lisa. Lisa. She called Lisa. And when she did, which is that also not a part of a no contact order? I'm a little confused, but okay. She called Lisa. When she called Lisa, she said, James is not fit to be like the owner of this dog. Please, like I'm telling you, I never intended for Graham to be back in James' possession. James doesn't know how to raise a dog, doesn't know how to be a dog parent. So these are all of the claims that she's making. And Lisa said to her, listen, come back for a one-on-one. Do a sit down with me. Let's talk. You know, like we'll talk about the Graham and all of it too, but come to Villa Rosa. Nobody will know. I won't have anybody here. And let's film a scene because you can apologize for leaving. Which also sounds bad because it makes it sound like she's saying Lisa was wanting her to apologize for going to a mental health facility, right? Yeah, I'm I'm going to just try to, again, not defending anyone. First of all, a poor dog. The dog should never be in the middle of all of this and being rehomed so many times, like, poor Graham's dog. A victim in the story. <laughs> he really is. Um, again, like, I don't know what... P- Lisa is a producer. She's a business owner. And again, like I said, she doesn't have like these close relationships with everyone. She's not like, hey, Gina, what are you doing today? You know, like, oh, just checking in, James. She's not doing any of that. So her thoughts are on how is her show going to be successful? How are my businesses going to be successful? You know, and and maybe if you talk to me, we can get to some kind of meet, you know, common ground, right? Because Rachel was willing to get to some common ground if money was involved. So right. fair question. Right. Okay. Fair question. Um, I just went ahead and typed this in here for you guys too. I saw where somebody asked about when the next members only is um, because we haven't done a live lately. Well, we were trying to figure out what you guys wanted for the lives. But in the meantime, also, we are about to head out to Los Angeles next weekend. And we're putting together a whole video. The video is going to be a lot of fun. We're going to meet up with a lot of people that you're going to recognize. So don't worry. It's going to be a fun behind the scenes video. Thank you so much for being members. And I do like kind of keeping you guys posted on that. But let's keep this moving. So she said that she was almost brought back to the show. She almost came back to the show. Lisa almost convinced her. But now looking back, she felt like Lisa was trying to bait her with her dog. Okay. All right. Can we stop on the gram thing now? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Now I'm I'm, su- I'm surprised actually how much time they spent on this situation because I'm still expecting like again they would have it would have served Rachel better it would have served Bethany with her reality reckoning which I feel like there is a conversation that should happen you know I feel like there's a lot of things wrong but then a lot of people have different experiences with the network and their experience on reality TV. But I felt it would have suited them better to focus on solely like this was covered up uh, because Tom took a video without my consent. Um, this is how I was treated. By, but it now you throw in these other things like well, Lala made so much money and I didn't make anything. And it's like, that's not the focus. Like that shouldn't have been the focus. And then now we're talking about a dog, you know, and, and your mom apparently calling you and saying, either come home and deal with this dog or I mean, that's how it comes off. Right. Right. So, I mean, I think it, you lose people there. Yeah, it, see, and it's a lot. It's really confusing. Debbie Joy said, what about the fact that she was never given a Kleenex, but Ariana was? Well, only Ariana cried. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Kay, or Kai said, Adam and Jason are clearly on the side of all of the Vanderpump Rules cast members. They should not even be speaking about this situation. Lala and Sheena are both homewreckers and Brock is a deadbeat. Wow. Uh, actually, I think it you, makes us more qualified because we've been around this cast for the last 10 years, Kai, where I don't know where you've been. But um, when you meet them, you know them and you know what's going on behind the scenes, then maybe it would make you more qualified to speak on it. But thank you and welcome to the live chat. Welcome. Layla, welcome new member. All right. Rachel acknowledges that she let a lot of people down and she's disappointed in herself. She wasn't happy. She was in pain, but she does forgive herself and she wants to share with other people that there's still hope. She said that she needed to get caught. Now, she did say that she'll never go back to reality TV because she doesn't want to put herself through that sort of abuse again. 
But instead, she is going to start a podcast where she is going to bring on professionals who mm-hmm. can give like sort of a psychological evaluation or evaluate the situation based on their expertise. And she's give pulling a voice, Megan Markle. Give a voice to, well, the misters or the mistresses. That's how Bethany pretty much, she's like summed it up. She's like, so you want to give a voice to the other woman, like the other person, the other man, the person who was in your position. You want to give a voice to them and try to help figure out psychologically why they are or made those decisions, why they did this. And she's like, exactly, because I feel like this is an untapped area for podcasts. Thoughts? Um, it's not an untapped area. There are many podcasts on things like this. Um, there's many great, great pod, uh, great podcasts on self help and 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 stuff like that. I don't know. Is she the one to? Is she, you know, uh, is she the right one to do that? You know, it's totally up to her. But is it healthy for her to keep rehashing it? I thought she was trying to move on and 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 you know be a better person and stuff. I I feel like we're I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. It's it's a very like, you know, Meghan Markle step and I don't want to bring her into it, but let me have a podcast. Now I can speak on the world because I'm a royal and before I was an actor. It's like, okay, now I feel like you're putting your nose up to the to the sky and you're going to have this podcast on speaking out about all these things. And it's like, okay. Well, Brandy Spain said, Bethany not watching the show before the interview. Well, let me say real quick. I think that she did a lot better conducting this interview from her history on reality television. She doesn't need to for know sure. how the whole sauce was made for Vanderpump Rules from start to finish to conduct this interview. It's pretty, it's pretty straightforward. We have a scandal. We have infidelity. We have alcohol. We have mental health. We have a lot of things, right? Yeah. I think that she did a way better job than Howie Mandel, who didn't <laughs> even know... When Sheena was mentioned, he was like, who's Sheena? And I'm like, why did you go to Howie Mandel? Like anybody else would have taken this interview, Tom. You pissed off the network. They did not want you to do this interview. So you might as well have done it with somebody who actually knew what the hell they were talking about. But I also think it was, this was easy for him to get off the hook, you know? Yeah. Um, Okay. So. Yeah. I'm not. Yeah. Very, very interesting. And, And I'm surprised that's where she wanted to go next is a podcast. Sorry to go back to that. because What did you think about her saying that? Like, because she did ask, has anybody reached out to you? And she said, Lala reached out to me on Instagram and told me, hey, come back. We'll have a conversation. I'll hear you out. But she felt like Lala was doing that for her own. Like, it, it was self-serving. That, that was a self-serving motive. It wasn't because she actually genuinely cared about Raquel, Rachel. She didn't actually genuinely care so that's why she reached out. What are your thoughts? Well, at first, I was going to say that um, it was very self-serving of Lala. But at the same time, I think producers and the cast were trying to get her to come back. Because we've seen the cheating happen before on Vanderpump Rules. This is nothing new. They're intermingled. It's very incestuous. But if she comes back... You know, it, it 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 kind of it helps everyone because season eleven, I don't know what's going to happen, and I don't know what's going to happen after season eleven. But then to uh, Rachel's point, she would have come back if the numbers were right. So at first, I was like, okay, Lala, that's very self serving. But at the same time, just a few uh, minutes before, you had uh, Rachel say, "If I was paid the same as Tom and Ariana, I would have gone back." Yeah. So it's not out of the realm of possibilities here asking her to come back, (laughs) you know? And also, um, listen, everybody's making moves. Everybody's making a lot of money. And we just had a new post 15 minutes ago. Are you ready for this? Mm Mm-hmm. Ariana Maddox just launched single AF cocktails. Um, Her new cocktail book, this time definitely not with Tom Sandoval. Drinks for, what does it say? Drinks for, come on, put it back up. For bad bitches. Wow. This is great because the original book that they did with um, Tom and Ariana, Ariana is actually the real mixologist. She is the real, real bartender. Uh, Tom is a bartender as well. He is also, he can create drinks, but I'm watching the drinks they create at Schwartz and Sandy's. I'm like, oh, you know, but she is a mixologist. She's very, very, very good. 
Yeah. I love to single AF cocktails. I mean, I don't think she's single, but hey, listen, I love the boss moves. I love when you can turn a moment into money. I think that it's great. I love a machine. I love somebody who has incredible work ethic and somebody who just does not stop and they see that there's a moment and they're also in a way humbled knowing this moment might not last forever and everything can be taken away from me in two seconds, right? Yes, yes. So what is and, it? And he, he's the day? Yeah, 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 the Marines. Yeah. Um, yeah, listen, I hope it does well. Right now with with TikTok and Instagram and, and stuff like that, everyone can find some really great recipes out there. Yeah. for cocktails. So people will definitely be buying this because they're supporting her and are fans of her for sure. She said, these last few months have been um, a whirlwind. And though I'm in a better place now, having my personal devastation unfold so publicly was painful. Mm-hmm. Through all the rumors and crazy headlines, everyone had their own hot take on what happened. And I'll forever be grateful for those who continue to support me through all of it. But now is the time that I'm fully telling my side of the story. Bartending will always be my thing. And my new book, Single AF Cocktails, is my breakup album. The story of our relationship and the betrayal that ended it all. Told through drinks. The book is on sale December 5th and it would mean so much to me if you pre-ordered it. Link in bio. Oh, that's cool. That is cool. If there's a story with the drinks, then yeah, that makes me want to buy it. Yeah. I'm sitting here like putting it down like you can find you can find recipes everywhere. I mean, they're great on Instagram even. I'm like, wow. And I've made a lot, you know, just doing after parties and stuff like that on this channel. But um the fact that you have something to follow as you're making the cocktails, that sounds really cool. No, seriously. Each cocktail tells part of the story of what happened, in my own words, from our happy honeymoon phase, the early issues in our relationship, to when everything broke, and finally making it out on the other side stronger than before. I'll cover it all. The book tells the whole story, but it's also a thank you to all of you, my friends and my family who rallied behind me and picked me up when my world fell down. I know how lucky I am to have all of your support. And more than anything, I wrote this book because I heard from so many of you Um, that you could put yourself in my shoes. I wanted to share my side of it to help anyone who has also gone through this heartbreak. You have all given me hope in my darkest times. And my wish is that if any of you relate to this story at all, you'll feel less alone. And the best thing is that the drinks are as good as the stories. You'll love making them for your favorite people too. I'll be showing sneak peeks of the book in the coming months. And hopefully I'll meet some of you in person too when the book comes out. In the meantime, please pre-order the book and there's more to come. And you can buy your copy at something about her while you pick up your sandwich. Listen, I'm not mad at Ariana because if I were in her position and everything happened like this, right, I'm banking too. I am going to do whatever I can to move on to create my own success because the show does have an ending. At some point, it will have an ending. It might be next season. It might be the season after, but it does have an ending. What are you going to do after She's setting herself up for success. Also very smart. Let's announce it now. Like someone said in the live chat, in August, let's release it in like a month and do a tour of this leading up to the holidays and brilliant. Oh, there's more. Who's her PR team? That's who Rachel needs to go hire. There's more. Vanderpump Rules star Sheena Shea dropped Scandaball-inspired song today. Holy shit. We're just making boss. But wait, what the fuck is going on? Bethany said, I'm going to surprise you guys all with some some shit. So a uh, three-part interview. I mean, you don't go record a song. She definitely didn't record this overnight. So this is like, she obviously has been working on this. And Ariana has obviously been working on the single AF cocktails. What? You guys can go to Sheena's Instagram and play it and give it a listen. She has a link where you can see it. Um, I believe this wasn't supposed to come out yet. I don't think, well, I don't know. A P P L E S. How you like them apples? Yeah. Oh. A P P L E S. How you like them apples? That missed, like the cute. I want it. Why is it called apples? I I haven't listened to the song. I don't know. This is. I compare whoever wrote "Good as Gold," okay? Because you know, like uh, I made a comparison yesterday to Taylor Swift. I'm not a Swifty. I like Taylor Swift, so Swifties don't come after me, please. All right, but. I'm constantly like, who sings this song? I'm like, damn it, it's Taylor Swift. She got me again. You know, whoever wrote Good as Gold, I'm I'm sitting in the, the shower this morning, like, da 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 da. I'm like, why am I singing this? It's it's like, what's um what's that Miley Cyrus one? Party in the USA, always in my head. Why? 
the most ridiculous song I've ever heard. Always in my head. I know. Brilliant. I'm always when it's up and it's up and it's up, then it's stuck. <laughs> so I feel you on this. How okay? How you like them apples? The ultimate revenge phrase. Oh, okay. Okay. So let's see. I, I'm ex- I, I'm curious to see. I don't want to play it on here because there could be a copyright. So, um, last question for you, Jason. Were you shocked to find out Bethany actually flew to Arizona to get this interview and did not have her come to her because Bethany didn't want her to back out? Uh, yes, I was shocked to find out that, but not shocked that Bethany would do that. Bethany will make it work, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Jason, are you going to make some of those cocktails? You know what, guys? We'll get the book. And then when Vanderpump Rules comes out next season and we do our after parties, let's do that. We'll do let's that. Let's do that. Yeah, I'll do that. That'd be great. And then, um, I do have to say, though, out of like, okay, if you can rate now that we've listened, well, you know that parts four and five drop on Monday and Tuesday, right? Shut up. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Since uh, we've like, listened what? to the entire thing. Okay, I have two questions for you and two questions for the live chat. First of all, what do you rate this interview from one to 10 in a whole? And then, like I said yesterday, you don't purposely start a fire and let it burn out. You keep throwing fuel onto the fire. So is this just kind of uh, uh, in preparation for maybe, let's say, a Vanity Fair article releasing next week or the week after? That was subtle. I don't know. I actually don't know. Sometimes we know things, but this I actually don't know when that would come out. Well, there's definitely an article that's coming out. So There is an article coming out. I don't Um, know what the article means. I don't know what the article is going to look like. I don't think it has anything to do with Bethany, but I'm sure she knows it's coming out. If I know that it's coming out, she knows it's coming out. Um, Let's see. We have... A big fat zero, a seven, a ten, a five, ten. Everywhere. Three, five, eight, four, six, four. It's um, hard to really it, it dissect everything, too, because going into this, I really, really wanted to. Uh, be, I, Rachel, I need to hear you, you know, and the first the first part of this, she was taking accountability and I was hearing, wow, I can't accountability. I'm working on myself. I'm doing the right things, you know. Um, and then like the, the next, the second part, I was like, wait, 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 wait. That doesn't make sense. That doesn't make sense. And this doesn't make sense. And so I don't know if it's because she's done the work and she can think about it differently. So mm-hmm. it's, it's different or that's actually how she did feel. And she didn't feel comfortable saying it before. I'm trying to understand it from her perspective too. Yes. I feel like a lot of people came after her for the same shit that people have done on the show before. Not, not like this. I mean, like Tom and Ariana, had been together for a long time regardless of what their relationship allegedly is that she says it's a business relationship you know she's freezing her eggs yeah they're they're making moves together they own a house together it's it's just a little different than like a james Kristen ariana situation or like a stassi jacks it's just it's different you know but i really wanted to hear her out but it just seems like the things that she should or that we think or that i think because i'm not speaking for everyone that she should be upset about like you know having a video without any kind of consent or uh the fact that she really mentally didn't feel taken care of by bravo that really should have been the focus of the podcast Mm -hmm. uh that would probably drive me more in her favor. But to hear that if the money was right, I would have gone back and taken more mental abuse. That you just lost me. Mm-hmm. You lost me. This whole argument was that it's not healthy for you. And yes, you know, we have seen the backlash that has come out of this and we see the name she's been called even by the cast at the reunion. Yeah. But I, uh, it's, no, I, I, I do get that. It, it kind of sounds like a contradiction through... And I, I don't want to sit there and question anyone's mental health journey, but it sort of does sound like a contradiction. I'll just add to this really quick. Keep it short and brief. Sure. Too. You said through, you know, like the process of going through treatment for the 90 days that you did a lot of self-discovery. You learned that there are different kinds of shame. You learned that there's different kinds of abuse. 
And you really learned that this isn't something that you're willing to compromise anymore. But then when you came out of the mental health facility, then you were negotiating the shit out of that contract, trying to get it as high as you possibly could, which means, well, that would have been compromising your mental health again because you would this is, it up to the wolf. This is where I feel that she lost me because I want to believe that everything she I understand it's it's not only ment- mental health like I feel like we all need mental health breaks in this world right now especially in the United States and getting off our phones a little bit and stuff like that but it, it's these things that are being labeled like love addiction and addiction is very serious guys I'm not making any fun of that at all but if you really do have that problem you don't need to be negotiating your contract to come back to the show you don't need to be like well if i got paid the same i'll come back to the show that's where you lost the argument that's where the argument for me of like everyone is such a bad guy but i'm willing to work with the bad guys and sign a deal with the devil like i said earlier if the money equals the same pay as ariana and tom that's all i'm saying yeah yeah. Um, Kim Ferguson, if Rachel has a no contact with the cast, how does she know the Brock Lala house story? That's interesting. Um, I don't know. I don't even know if that story, if there's any, I don't know if there's any truth to that. I have never heard anything about this, but I am curious and I'm sure <laughs> eventually somebody will say something about it. It'll and probably be Lala. Why what is, okay. So Brock and Sheena are married and they have a baby together. Yeah. Is he? Why is he buying? That was Brock's house. Why is he buying a house like another Sometimes house next door? Are we compounding house? it like for the parents or like <laughs> Maybe. you know what I mean? Like Adam, tomorrow I'm going to go buy my house next door to our house. You know, I know go some long, people do that. And... Well, listen, <laughs> or an investment. Missy May said investments. We have many investments, and that's 100. Yeah. percent That is yeah. actually the best thing to invest in. But yeah, 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 and your mental health. Okay, and your yeah. mental health. And you know what? These are not good for mental health. No, no. no. Guys, we have a, um, well, we've, we've talked about all of this. We've broken this down. I am exhausted from this. This is not something I saw coming. We've been waking up every morning um, for this. And now I am so happy that we get to put this to bed and put it away. I'm sure things will bleed throughout the weekend. Like they will play, like they, there will be, comments there will be cast members coming out obviously ariana dropped a new book today sheena dropped a new song bethany dropped a full video of the interview like things are just going to keep coming out because that's how this game works and i'm sure it's probably going to go into next week but at least we got the three parts of the interview so we got the main points out of the way if you guys haven't already go ahead smash that like button show some love and i also wanted to show you guys for everybody who's in the room um we have a second channel, by the way. We also we have two things, and I just wanted to talk about them for one second. We have our members only, where it's two ninety nine a month, and you guys can join that. Um, and we were trying to figure out, and we're still talking about lives, but we're getting ready to go on a trip. We're also moving. There's a lot happening right now. We're gonna do a members only vlog for you guys, and that's going to come at the well, not necessarily at the end of the month. It's going to be like right at the beginning of September, the first like week, right? Because we're going to be in LA till the end of the month. Okay. That's going to come then. And then we also have our second channel. So I wanted to share that because we're going to start putting some spillage over there on things that come out. So you guys can go over up and Adam too. That's us. It's not a fake account. Um, we have about 30,000 subscribers. You can see where we always had the after parties and all of these other things going on. There is lots of behind the scenes interviews from our podcast before Hot Messy Podcast. We have after parties where we go live straight after the show and then also clips because a lot of people love to just push and watch about one thing and you can come here and sometimes we break it up into chapters or you can just go to the second channel and clip on what you're interested in. Yeah, exactly. So go check it out and make sure that you get subscribed so you don't miss another thing really quickly. I want to add and I said this the first day, but this community, Adam, that you've built is usually and is very positive. And I love the differences of opinion. And I appreciate because we don't have, you know, many uh, YouTubers when they go live and stuff like that will have a subscribers only mode. We don't turn that on. We like to hear everyone's opinions. And we love that our community interacts well with everyone's opinions, especially in the comments as well. So thank you guys for keeping it respectful because my opinion is not your opinion. Sometimes it's not Adam's opinion. And we can all learn from each other and talk to each other. So I think that the fact that we have this space is really fun. It's called being an, a, 
adult, you guys. I mean, can, it's you true. You can have a conversation and a difference of opinion. It's okay. Like, it's that's fine. It's creating a space where we can... When you're afraid to speak your mind or talk, or like sometimes even within the comments, like ripping Jason apart this morning. Like, <laughs> because like, I called her Rachel instead of Raquel, but you didn't listen to the podcast. <laughs> I mean, but crazy. my point is, is like, that's okay. That's fine. Yeah. It's like I, all. I, and, and I just replied, I'm like, just listen to the podcast. She yeah. says it herself. And then maybe they'll go listen to the podcast and get some context. Kimberly Noel said, I'm sorry, Tom and Ariana are still living together. There's something fishy about this. And I don't feel like they have been in a real relationship for a long time. Thank you for the super chat. No, I think, I mean, listen. And nowadays, you really can't tell what a relationship is supposed to be anymore. It's not as traditional as I think, you know, Adam and I are very much in a relationship and our lives revolve around whatever. But we have friends who are in very different relationships and it involves different things. So that's totally up to the person if they're comfortable with it i guess if i were her i would get the hell out of that house or find a way to um get him out of the house but it's just my opinion yeah. it's my opinion <laughs> kt super sticker thank you for the super sticker we appreciate you and all right jason i think we should just go get ready for our weekend heck yeah let's go wow. we love you weekend, guys everyone smash the like button show some love and we'll see you later bye bye the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.